0: Listening to the Sports Roundtable Show. Home to the NFL's New Orleans Saints. Alabama Crimson Tide. SPHL Ice Flyers, NBA New Orleans Pelicans. Catholic High Football. And interviews fans have been waiting to hear. Are you ready? Touchdown!
1: Unbelievable!
0: All the games. All the names. All you need to know. Wow! Paul Chestnut breaking down the sports that matters
2: Super Bowl champ Josh Sid on the Pelicans radio network Daniel Sala said The Hall of Famer himself, Phil Vellano. Voice of the Alabama Crimson Tide, Eli Gold. This is a pleasure to uh, be able to chat with you. Mike Dettelier, who joins us here from the Saints Radio Network. Ah!
0: Sports information fans have been waiting for. Touchdown! It's Pentacola's best sports and host, Paul Chestnut. Can't believe what I'm seeing right now. Unbelievable! The Sports Roundtable Show with Paul Chestnut is on the air. Are you Ready?
2: Well, hello again, everybody. Welcome. It's the Wednesday edition Sports Roundtable show. We are at midweek. Jimmy Go is all set. Ready they go. Our producer, Paul Chestnut, with you as today's show presented to you by good friends at Sandy Sansing Nissan. Located right on the corner, Airport Boulevard, Highway 29 in Car City. Check out all of the August savings going on, all of the models that they have on their lot Sandy Sansing Nissan, place to be located right on the corner, Airport Boulevard Highway 29, Car City. Great show for you. We're going to dive in. Saints training camp, Brett Martel Covers the Saints daily basis from the Associated Press. Uh, was uh, kind enough to share some time with us. We got an interview with them. We're going to play that shortly. We were at University of West Florida Football Media Day yesterday. Of course, we broadcast our show from there. We're going to play some of the press conferences uh, that did take place. They had three players on the offensive side of the ball, two defensive players, and a kicker as well. And, of course, head coach Caleb Nobles as well joined us on the show uh, yesterday along with quarterback Pete we Jared, and Athletic Director Dave Scott. Great time out there, UWF Football Media Day. And we're also going to play interview we had coming off the uh, Derek Brooks charity golf tournament on Monday. Yeah, he completed it. He was all done, and he was kind enough to share some time with us. Pro Football Hall of Famer, Pensacola's Zone Derek Brooks. That's going to be coming up at the bottom of the hour interview with Derek Brooks, but the Saints today, they're flying out to Los Angeles, and they'll be doing, uh, uh, what is it, uh, workouts with the Chargers, you'll be able to hear Saints football on Sunday night, 6 o'clock, Saints at LA Chargers, 6 o'clock on WPNN. Uh, on Saturday night, you'll be able to hear the Tampa Bay Bucks, Gene Deckerhoff on the call, At the Jets, 630 Friday night, we got high school football for you. Catholic High School Football, the kickoff classic. We're going to be over at Pace High School. It's presented to you by our good friends at the Pensacola Blue Wahoos, Teresa Optical and Associates pregame show 645 kickoff uh, set for 7 o'clock. Here on Fox Sports, the fam 101.1 kickoff classic. Friday night, Catholic High School football begins. Friday night, Catholic Against Pace, we'll be over there at Pace High School. All right, let's get to it. Uh, it was a, a late afternoon, early evening workout last night for the New Orleans Saints training camp. They're flying out to L.A. take on the Chargers. They have a couple of practices with the with the Chargers before the game on Sunday night. But we had the opportunity to talk to Brett Martell. Associated Press based out of New Orleans talk about the game on uh, Sunday that took place and that thrilling win and uh, training camp as well so let's listen Brett Martell from the Associated Press who covers the New Orleans Saints on a regular basis and always a friend of the radio show is our guest and Brett hey, thank you so much for your time uh, how are you doing? I'm
3: doing great, I'm doing great always uh, good to be on with the people in Pensacola a place I love to go uh, family has a house in the beach there I like seeing you at the uh, Blue Wahoos games and of course the Ice Flyers games and uh, fabulous community and then you have a great show
2: well thank you Brett uh, for doing this well it was great seeing you Sunday Saints game for his preseason game just like to get your thoughts on that preseason game I mean Derek Carr and I thought the first unit both offensively and defensively looked pretty sharp just your thoughts
3: I mean, you never want to read too much into a preseason game, but, you know, if if you can get anything out of it, I, I think they got what they wanted, which was to see the offense function um, very efficiently with the first team out there and Derek Carr out there. Um, not only spread the ball around, go 80 yards in 12 plays, score a touchdown, have Carr go six straight for, for 70 yards, but he was able to um, react when they brought pressure. Kansas City did three times, they brought pressure and One time he hit Chris Olave in the hands, and Olave just uncharacteristically dropped the ball. The other two times he had a first down pass on uh, third and eight for an 11-yard gain to Juwan Johnson. The other time it was uh, on second down, a 17-yard gain, I think, by Alvin Kamara, uh, which set up the touchdown pass to Keith Kirkwood. Um, So, you know, Carl looks very, very comfortable. It looked like he and uh, Pete Carmichael Jr. were on exactly the same page in what they were trying to do. Um, he hardly knew where to go with the ball when there was pressure And, um, and that was a really, really good sign um, And the defense, you know, the first team defense When they were out there also kind of played lights out And that's why they built a 17 nothing lead right away um, Granted, you know, I think for Kansas City When you're coming off winning the Super Bowl And you're playing your first preseason game on the road Maybe it's a little tough to be dialed in, you know yeah. So Andy Reid said they didn't show up for work And that that needed to be fixed and um he probably knows what he's talking about so uh but all in all i think a uh, very solid performance by the guys who you are going to expect to be playing throughout the regular season the second and third team struggled a little bit in the middle of the game but you know they showed some heart and uh grit and rallied and pulled it out in the end so that was a good sign
2: too what are your thoughts a.t perry had a, pr- a pretty good breakout game there he used to Leading receiver. In fact, first preseason game he's, <laughs> first preseason week, he's leading everybody in receiving after week number one. Your thoughts?
3: Yeah, if I remember right, it was six catches for 70 yards, and he was really one of the bright spots, especially when the second team was in there. Um, and it's important because, you know, yeah, like you said, he was drafted in the sixth round out of Wake Forest. Um, he has the size to be, you know, an interesting type of, you know, like a Marcus Colson type receiver. And, um, and he was able to prove to, I think, himself and everybody else that he can do it. And now that they know he can do it, they can really try to, I mean, I think they can build on that. You know, I think that Pete Carmichael Jr. can build on that. He can see what he did well and what he's comfortable with and try to exploit that. So I'll be very curious to see if his acceleration or, how you know, what kind of acceleration we see in his development.
2: Jameis Winston came in back up raw, of course, uh, through a touchdown pass. Jay Kinner as well. Just your uh, overall thoughts of, uh, you know, all three quarterbacks who played, they they had a touchdown pass.
3: That's right. And Hainer was also intercepted, but I, I'm, I'm going to say this. So even even Drew Brees, if you remember how he looked his rookie season, you know, he threw tons of interceptions. He really couldn't even win the starting job. Um, he went on to be, you know, briefly the all-time passer in NFL history. And, you know, actually his second season wasn't very good either, uh, talking about Brees with the Chargers when they were in San Diego. So when you look at a guy like Jake Hainer, um People have a lot of confidence in him. I think he showed a lot of maturity, not going into a shell after he messed up. You know, he responded the right way in a very short period of time, within with basically within one half of play, and uh, and and he did it under pressure in a two minute situation. So um, you know, Winston was was solid. He was he was at his best in his first drive. I think his second drive was okay. Stalled out. They kicked a field goal um so you know i mean but overall yeah it was just I, I got the sense that there was a lot of you know like a, a, f- a first preseason game you, like i said you never want to read too much into it but there was pretty good vibes coming out of that game yeah. um and there are some times when you know you can look at some individual performances in a game not so much the score but the the performances and the composure and all that thing the assignments soundness and all that and come away with an impression that there's, there are some guys that know what they're doing and may be able to contribute and and play well. And I think the saints had a lot of that.
2: Brett, as you're there in the heat and humidity at training camp, watching every day, covering them, any surprises that you like to share with us on the players, uh, that, that have been a surprising camp so far.
3: You know, it's interesting because it's hard to tell when they're practicing without pads, uh, how good they're all going to be. Um, you know, and again, like uh, yeah, Alon Taylor, for example, has he, They speak very highly of him, and, he, and he's looked great in camp. But he had a couple of rough plays in the in the preseason game, and you feel like, well, that's not necessarily going to be a characteristic of how he plays. Um, that that his performance might have been like a, a bad surprise. But Dennis Allen didn't seem too concerned about it because he's trying to learn how to play in the slot, and he's still a young player and learning to do a lot. Um, but let's see, in terms of good surprises, uh, well, you know, I mean, the expectations are pretty high for Trevor Penning, and he, he's showing the potential to, to live up up to those. I wouldn't say that's necessarily a surprise, but as little as he played last year because of injury, you know, you weren't sure how he was going to do. Um, and
2: uh, Is Marshawn Lattimore having his best camp ever from what you've seen out of him?
3: Maybe, yeah. I mean, he's he's had a lot of good camps, and he's really uh, a top top-notch player. So, yeah. um, I'll, I'll tell you this: I, there's no, you know, he may be he may have as as good a season as he's, as he's ever had. I mean, there's certainly no reason to believe that um, that he's not in uh, in prime form.
2: Well, let me ask you this: looking at the rookie class. Your thoughts, uh, Brian, Brez, Brezzi uh, taking some snaps, you know, with the first unit. And then you got Isaiah Foskey there. Uh, your thoughts on on, the, on those two so far?
4: Well,
3: they haven't looked like world beaters, but I mean, it's early. So I think they really like the skill set that uh, Brezzi has, and, and he looks okay. I think Foskey is coming along more slowly than they'd like. Um and I, I got that impression from some of uh, Dennis Allen's comments where he said that, you know, he just like to see Bosque cut it loose. He, I think he feels like Bosque's taking too much of a – he's thinking too much. He's, he's, um, he's not really playing, like, in, you know, with his natural athleticism yet because he's trying to, you know, do everything the right way and he's almost, like, erring on, you know, trying not to make a mistake instead of just trying to make a play. So, um we'll see what happens there.
2: Um but it's early. Is there are there any is there a position group that you're concerned about right now, you know, as they get ready for the LA Chargers second preseason game on that Saints team?
3: Not really, but you know, linebacker could be, you know, is it unknown especially with DeMario, Demario Davis being a little bit mm. in, nicked up lately. Um so that could be one. Um, you know, you hope interior defensive tackle will be good. Hmm. Um you know, we'll see. They've got a lot they've had a lot of turnover at that position still. Hmm. So, you know, I mean they're hoping Malcolm Roach and Caitlin Saunders will do well and Brazil will do well. And uh, they have the potential to be very good, but they're just you know, it's it's an unproven combo there. And um you know, uh, running back could be a little thin if you know, at least in the beginning with Camara being suspended three games. We'll see how the knee sprain comes out for Kendra Miller, who's also very inexperienced, but they have high hopes that he'll develop quickly. Um, you know, and, and Jamal Williams is new to the team. Um, he's He's been a popular player in the league, and he did well with Detroit. We'll see how he does here. Different system. Um, so running back.
2: Well, they signed, from what I understand, or going to sign, uh, you know, somebody you're familiar with from what, Daryl Williams? Running, running back at LSU, you, just your thoughts.
3: Well, he was fantastic at LSU, and I think he started his career in Kansas City and was, hmm. you know, was pretty good. Um, you know, But a lot of these guys, when they sign them off the street this late in camp, you know, they they might fit in and they might thrive, but they're on the street for a reason, which is that there's no overwhelming consensus that, that they uh, are going to do well wherever they go. And so... It's always a wait and see situation when they get these guys, but but he was a really good guy at lSU and uh, and I'm sure he'll have a lot of homegrown support and um, and we'll see how he fits in
2: saints uh travel travel day and then uh on the road they'll be practicing against the l a Chargers playing them Sunday night. What do you like to see or or expect uh in that preseason game uh, number two?
3: Uh, you know, I, I have the feeling that this is a game where they're really going to be trying to figure out the back end of the active roster, mm. and so we're going to be seeing a lot more of the guys that you know they want to see who to keep on you know on the fifty three and who to put on practice squad and who to maybe um, <laughs> cut loose and bring in somebody else before preseason ends because um, you know they're scouting the whole league, not just their own roster, and mm. they might like to give some other guys a look. Um, so i i think that's kind of what it's going to be is it's going to be a lot of individual analysis uh on the second and third team special teams and all that kind of stuff
2: brett thank you for doing this thanks for your time really appreciate it how's your how's your golf game been i mean with training camp starting you probably haven't been out on the course a whole lot
3: well not as much as i'd like but you know the schedule is a little bit variable so there are some days when i can get out there um so I've had a, a couple of decent rounds lately. It's it's uh, Sometimes I wonder if if, uh, if I play less, I almost tend to play better. I
2: don't really understand <laughs> that, but golf is a mystery. Brett, thank you. Thank you so much. All the best to you and to your family, and hope to see you at the uh, next home preseason game. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. Brett Martel, Associate of Press, based out of New Orleans. We're just getting started. Wednesday edition. Sports Roundtable presented by Sandy Santing Nissan right on the corner, Airport Boulevard, Highway 29, Car City. When we come back, we'll hear from one of the UWF Football Media Day press conference. That's coming up next. Derek Brooks, of course, second half of the show, interview with them. lot more to come on the FAM, 101.1 FM. All right.
5: Playoff-bound Pensacola Blue Wahoos welcome the Rays affiliate Montgomery Biscuits to Pensacola for a six-game series August 15th through the 20th. On Friday, August 18th, the Blue Wahoos will celebrate Salute to Service Night, presented by the Naval Aviation Museum Foundation, featuring an exclusive Ted Williams Bronson Bombers bobblehead to the first 1,000 fans. The Blue Wahoos will wear special jerseys paying tribute to NAS Pensacola and all branches of the military here in the cradle of Naval Aviation. To purchase tickets, visit BlueWahoos.com.
6: Hi, this is Jacob Lintner from Lloyd's Auto Glass with some serious food for thought. Just like you, I never give a second thought to the fact that I spend my travel time surrounded by glass, a transparent, durable, yet sometimes fragile product that for the most part we take for granted until it breaks. It keeps us all warm, cool, dry, and most importantly, safe. More comfort and safety features are being incorporated into Auto Glass with each new model introduction. Don't trust anyone but the most highly skilled experts to repair, replace, and recalibrate your vehicle glass. We are the experts. Check our reviews, certifications, and awards. No one is even close. Don't be pushed to use the national networks. Insurance companies are just trying to cut costs. By law, you have the right to choose, so avoid the runaround and just call us directly, and we will handle everything for you and deliver the quality you deserve. Call Lloyd's Glass and experience real, live, local people that care. 800-72-GLASS or LloydsGlass.com. There's
0: the meaning of life, and then there's the meaning of life in Louisiana. It all breaks down to this: the food at Restaurant Nola. We take you beyond the bayous and introduce you to the food that makes dining a truly memorable experience. Our menu says it all: shrimp meat pies and Dewey, the classic debris sandwich, crabs, oysters, crawfish, jambalaya, boo dan balls, mufaladas, gumbo, red beans and rice. You get the idea. The Restaurant Nola, 523 East Gregory Street. The Restaurant Nola,
5: like no other. When the light Gateway Lighting, Pensacola's brightest name in lighting, will turn them back on. Gateway Lighting has over 30 brands of lights and fans from Curry & Company to Casablanca, Panasonic exhaust fans for contractors, LED lighting, and more. The selection is incredible. The service impeccable. Gateway Lighting, Old Palafox, just north of 10 Mile Road. Call 478-3737. That's 478-3737.
6: Do you struggle with chronic pain that makes you take more pain medication than you would like? Hello, I'm
2: Dr.
5: Cowan of the Acupuncture and Chiropractic Center. After 38 years, I feel the combination of acupuncture and chiropractic may help reduce your chronic use of pain medication.
6: Acupuncture with non-force adjustments or other forms of manipulation may be the solution to reducing your pain. Please call 850-469-9633.
2: I'm Dr. Cowan of the Acupuncture Chiropractic Center, and I want to help you. Got gotcha. you. Wednesday edition Sports Roundtable show. Jimmy Kegel, our producer, Paul Chestnut with you. Today's show presented to you by good friends at Sandy Sansing Nissan, right on the corner, Airport Boulevard Highway 29, Car City. Yesterday, UWF Football Media Day. They had uh, uh, press conference galore there. We were there. We broadcast our show. We were part of the Press conference as well. And one of them featured the offensive players, quarterback Pee Wee Jared, who joined us a couple times out at training camp broadcasting our show their Wide receiver Kaden Leggett, who started his career at Texas Tech. Jacob Bruce, offensive lineman, uh, played on that national championship team, all three of them at one time. So uh, let's listen in. Pee hey, Wee, why don't you start it off just your thoughts, you know, how camp is you going for yourself and, you know, another season for yourself here? And- your number two for
4: you, your UWS. Yeah, it's been a hot camp for sure. I say that's probably the biggest factor. Change from my first camp to second camp, it wasn't this hot. Um, but it's just, you know, just another opportunity to get out there with the guys and you know embrace this time. Uh, it's the hardest part of the season. I've been telling all the freshmen, and then you know after we get past this camp, you know it's just hopefully 15 weeks straight of you know just winning and bonding with the guys. Uh, I say that's probably. That's probably the biggest blessing of this heat, for sure. Uh, the shade, I don't know why, but the shade is hot in Florida, so the popsicles help. How is the
7: adjustment from going from heat to now as far as uh, coaching and direction?
4: Yeah, uh, you know, it all it all comes down to just the players, you know, just the guys that I'm around. Uh, you know, big saying this coach is coaches just call plays, you know. So, you know, it's, it's good going to Coach Nobles. Uh, you know, he's very hands-on in the quarterback position, and you know, the first time I met him, you know, he was big on, you know, just helping me get better as a quarterback. And, uh, you know, he told me little things, literally in this room that I could fix. And, you know, that was something I took pride in and learning him and just meeting him that he just wanted me to do the best of my abilities. Uh, so yeah, I'd say that's, that's just the biggest thing. Okay, talk a little bit about the
2: box, how camp's been going for you. It's your second year, I believe, here for UWF and looking forward to the opening game.
4: Yeah, it's been good. Um, we got a lot of new pieces, a lot of new guys in the receiver room. Um, Coach D brought in some talent. It's been very competitive in the, not only all over the field on the team, but in our receiver room as well. Um, uh, we've been able to make each other better um, with drills and stuff like that, but um, tagging just every day together, new staff. Like I said, a lot of new parts that are going in, new plays, new, new things. I think we're getting better as a group. Uh, it's been a good camp so far.
2: We'll hear a lot more from UWF Football Media Day. But coming up next, flip side of the break, Pro Football Hall of Famer, Pensacola Zone, Derek Brooks interview with them. As uh, he was coming up, he was done uh, at the uh, Derek Brooks charity uh, golf tournament that took place on Monday, and he chatted with us. That's next on WPNN, everything you need, every time you listen, to on us.
5: I'm Tim Fry at Roberts and Roberts Brokerage. Everybody should have some of their assets in investment grade precious metals. At Roberts and Roberts Brokerage, you can buy gold, silver, and platinum with confidence from a brokerage that's been in Northwest Florida since 1977. You can deal with us face to face, examine the coins, bullion, or rounds before you buy, and take immediate possession. If you have precious metals to sell, we can convert it to immediate cash. Roberts and Roberts Brokerage, 478 5270. 478 5270.
0: I'm Michael J. Griffith, an experienced criminal defense attorney. Even what you may believe to be a justified self-defense shooting can result in a criminal prosecution against you. If that happens, exercise your right to remain silent and call Michael J. Griffith at 850-433-9922. Put my number in your cell phone. You'll hopefully never need it, but if you do, I'm just a phone call away. 850-433-9922. Eight five zero four three three nine nine two two.
2: CBS News brief: Some people in Maui are finally getting a close-up look at wildfire destruction, a road to get in to see what, if anything, is left. did
8: reopen just a couple of hours ago for residents into Lahaina, and the public uh, will finally get a chance to see what's been happening there and what's left of those homes and businesses and people's lives, really.
5: CBS LA's Ruta Bay Shabazi. President Biden
2: goes to Hawaii Monday. Correspondent Nicole Killian has the latest on a possible Trump
5: court appearance. CBS News has learned former President Trump could surrender to authorities in Fulton County, Georgia, next week. Several sources confirm Trump's legal team is in talks about scheduling. No relief in the Pacific Northwest, at least not now, from a triple-digit heat wave. The Weather Channel's Jordan Steele is following it. Talking triple digits all the way up into places like Washington State. Yakima Valley could hit in the triple digits yet again over towards the Columbia Basin. CBS News Brief, I'm Steve Kathan. A few scattered
0: thunderstorms will be possible along the coast. Temperatures today warming to near 90 for the high. Our weather presented by Fletcher's Towing self dispatched to serve you better every day. Need a wrecker? Call Fletcher's at 969-0065. A nearby frontal boundary may produce a few thunderstorms with a high close to 90. Tonight's low 77. A slight chance of rain, 92 on Thursday. This is meteorologist Ann Holiday in Pensacola's Weather Center on WPNN. Everything you need, every time you listen. Depend on
6: us. Hi, this is Jacob Littner from Lloyd's Auto Glass with some serious food for thought. Just like you, I never give a second thought to the fact that I spend my travel time surrounded by glass. A transparent, durable, yet sometimes fragile product that for the most part we take for granted. Until it breaks. It keeps us all warm, cool, dry, and most importantly, safe. More comfort and safety features are being incorporated into Autoglass with each new model introduction. Don't trust anyone but the most highly skilled experts to repair, replace, and recalibrate your vehicle glass. We are the experts. Check our reviews, certifications, and awards. No one is even close. Don't be pushed to use the national networks. Insurance companies are just trying to cut costs. By law, you have the right to choose, so avoid the runaround and just call us directly, and we will handle everything for you and deliver the quality you deserve. Call Lloyd's Glass and experience real, live, local people that care. 8072 glass or LloydsGlass.com.
0: If you're not happy with a doctor's diagnosis, you get a second opinion. It works the same way with AC unit repairs. When you call Express Air Conditioning and Heating, it's called a free second opinion. If another company diagnoses a problem and you're not convinced it's real, we'll perform a free system evaluation and we won't even ask you who the other company is. Call 484-3542, 484-3542 or visit Express Air now.com quality work fast and fair it's express heating and air express air you're a garage door company you can trust. Ace Overhead Door and Specialty Products is locally owned and our certified technicians have been installing doors, operators, and solving all your garage door needs for 28 years. Home estimates are free and we guarantee to save you money with no high pressure tactics. Products include Wayne Dalton Overhead Door and Genie Commercial and Residential Operators. Our work is the best. Visit our website, AceOverheadGarageDoors.com, or call us at 850-438-4264. That's 850-438-4264.
2: Sandy Sansing Nissan has a vehicle for everyone. Discover award-winning models like the Nissan Titan with America's Best Warranty or the Nissan Altima. Each Nissan is known for advanced technology at an affordable price. Go ahead, picture yourself in a brand new popular Sentra or the spacious Pathfinder. Sandy Sansing Nissan has a vehicle for everyone with great financing located on Highway 29 in Car City. Search for your next vehicle today at SandySansingNissan.com. Ah, we're moving along on the Wednesday edition Sports Roundtable show. Jimmy Cagle is our producer. Paul Chestnut with you Hey, tomorrow on the show. We're going to try to cool you off a little bit with all the the heat and humidity that we have been having. We're going to talk some Pensacola Ice Flyers hockey. Of course, again, this season, it all starts October 21. Here are the games on Fox Sports The Fan 101.1. We will have the head coach of the Pensacola Ice Flyers on the show at the beginning of the show. Head coach, Gary Graham. Pensacola Ice Flyers on the show tomorrow. Monday, uh, we went on over. What was it? Pensacola Country Club is where we were at. On the golf course. Yeah, it was hot and humid. We are waiting for Pro, Pro Football Hall of Famer, Pensacola's own Derek Brooks to finish up. Uh, on the golf course, he did. He was kind enough, coming off the golf course on the golf court, a cart there. We had the opportunity to, to sit down with him a little bit and uh, talk about uh, the uh, charity golf tournament and all of the uh, uh, charities that he he's really getting into the Pensacola community. Uh, O.J. Simps, uh, uh, Elementary School also. Uh, with uh, the Pensacola Police Department, and we had the opportunity to talk to Derek Brooks, so let's listen. Derek, hey, thanks for doing this. Really appreciate it. Here we are on the golf course, your charity golf tournament. Just just talk about it, doing it, and how involved you are. Really uh, making a big push with O.J. Sims police department, just talk about everything and the day
7: that it is. Well, first off, you know, I just get, thank God for giving the, all of us an opportunity to be in a position to give back and uh, you know, golf course here and the staff as well as the community here in Pensacola and the celebrities, uh, friends of mine that gave us their time today to come out and, and make this event successful over the last two days and we're just doing the, doing the best we can to uh, raise awareness uh, as well as finances to provide resources to a few programs that we have here uh, in Northwest Florida through my foundation and uh, as I said last night 100% of the proceeds stays here in our community and whether that's working with OJ Sims which is a school we've adopted to uh, provide resources to not just teachers but faculty and students uh, to give them an opportunity for success and see what that success looks like. Uh, next is uh, continuing to work with Sue and her community caring at Christmas uh, program. Uh, we've been doing that going on 20-something years now, dating back to my mom. Uh, the other program is uh, community police relations. Uh, it was CPR is what we mm-hmm. call it. And we've been successful the last six, seven years in Tampa working with our law enforcement, connecting the community with our law enforcement, with judges, and everybody for productive conversations and, and meetings. And we want to introduce that program here, and I've talked to Chief Simmons as well as, uh, excuse me, Sheriff Simmons as well as Chief Randall uh, about that program getting started, and uh, we're excited uh, for that as well. So that's just a few of the things that we got uh, in place. And, again, there's other programs that we're expanding to, and uh, we'll be introducing those here in the near, near future.
2: I know you've got ties, Pensacola Blue Wahoos, Tampa Bay Lightning when my son and I were down there thank you again for all your help Mm -hmm. with that that was great stuff uh you enjoy your involvement with the Blue Wahoos and also Mm -hmm. doing what you do you do so many things and doing what you do with the Lightning
7: well uh again I really gratefulness for Quint for opening the door for that opportunity uh to join him and his group a few years ago and the excitement of the run that we made uh, last year, uh, the city really stepped up and embraced our team, and it is truly our team, and I think that's a difference between a lot of the MLB, MLB teams, uh, other cities. Uh, I've not seen no one embrace uh, their minor league teams the way we do, and the Marlins are very proud uh, of how we go about our business uh, with our players. and. Uh, We've had a stroke of luck here. (laughs) A few of our players have been called up and had success. So we want to continue that run. But again, that's just another area uh, for me to invest in our community Mm -hmm. and stay involved in Pensacola. So I'm very grateful uh, to Quint Studer and again their group for opening up that door uh, of opportunity for me to join their group years ago. Okay, we we carry our station carries the Tampa Bay
2: Bucks. Here in Pensacola, what can you share with us? You know, first preseason
7: game done with it's life after Tom Brady. So uh, (laughs) what's it going to be like? Well, uh, to be honest with you, uh, and I think some of this is done on purpose. I haven't uh, went out and watched them practice a day live. Uh, I really want to see they get here in the next two weeks, what type of team we're going to have. Where they've ironed out the mistakes, uh, got scarred a little bit up in camp and hopefully get through very healthy. So I will be attending practice here in the the next couple weeks. Uh, So now I get to get a fine-tuned eye on their product. And, again, I still know we got a very competitive team uh, to at least make the playoffs and win our division. Uh, You're going to lean a lot heavily on our defense and having a different offensive system now that's focused a little bit more on the running game to help the quarterback position. But I still think we are going to stay competitive, and I do believe we're going to win the division. We were just at Saints training camp, and we were at the game
2: yesterday as well. Jameis Winston spoke. I asked him, type of role model that uh, you you were very close, you know, mm-hmm. with him. He had great things to say. Couldn't thank you enough, not only with the Bucks, but his days with Florida State. Just talk about him. Were you kind of surprised that he's back with the Saints, and and you know how he has developed?
7: No, I'm not, not, uh, any, I'm not surprised at any success that Jameis has. I mean, he's a quality uh, individual that uh, I've seen mature at different levels uh, in his life, not just professionally, but personally. And I'm grateful uh, for the opportunity to engage with him and call him a friend. And I, I wish him well as he continues to prepare himself for his, op- his next opportunity. Uh, Jameis understands his role, and he's being very valuable in that role. And I think that's where a lot of people don't give him credit, that a lot of his growth in the game of football uh, the past couple of years, he has been able to show it as much on the field, but definitely off the field. And when his next opportunity comes, uh, they're going to see uh, that he's not going to waste it. And I can't wait for that opportunity to happen. Okay, Derek, just two-part question. I know running up here
2: against time, just Florida State breakthrough year this year for Florida State. And how's your family
7: doing, your sons doing? Uh, yes, mm-hmm. I'm excited uh, about our football product we're going to put on the field and just as proud as Coach Novell and, and the, his leadership team, what these kids are doing off the field. So uh, I don't want to put the cart before the horse here, but I'm excited about our season. And in terms of DeCaylen, DeCaylen is doing fine. Uh, continue to grind his way and try to earn an NFL opportunity through the XFL. And, and right now, again, he's just grinding the way. Thanks for your time. Great
2: seeing you. Thanks for everything you All do. Right. Thanks again for for that special day on March 2, 2023. My son and I will never forget. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Paul. Derek Brooks, Pensacola Zone Pro Football Hall of Famer. Derek Brooks at his uh, charity golf tournament that took place, Pensacola Country Club, on Monday. Great stuff from him. Appreciate his time. It was kind enough on up to uh, give us some time there with that interview. Very, very busy and everything that he does. We're going to be back with more. We'll uh, follow up here with more from UWF Football Media Day. We'll hear from Coach Caleb Nobles, joined us a couple of times since we've been there, training camp. Also, Aiden Sweat, uh, kicker Griffin, Sarah, and Will. Braylon linebacker. A lot more to come on the Wednesday edition Sports Roundtable presented by Sandy Sansing Nissan right on the corner. Airport Boulevard Highway 29, Car City on the FAM 101.1 FM.
5: Playoff-bound Pensacola Blue Wahoos welcome the Rays affiliate Montgomery Biscuits to Pensacola for a six-game series August 15th through the 20th. On Friday, August 18th, the Blue Wahoos will celebrate Salute to Service Night, presented by the Naval Aviation Museum Foundation, featuring an exclusive Ted Williams Bronson Bombers bobblehead to the first 1,000 fans. The Blue Wahoos will wear special jerseys paying tribute to NAS Pensacola and all branches of the military here in the cradle of Naval Aviation. To purchase tickets, visit bluewahoos.com. Barnes Feed Store is your one shop place for
2: everything. For the gardeners, Barnes Feed Store has your plant, seeds, and fertilizer. Hunter Shop now to the kitchen on the savings. And stop by for the Pennington Rackmuster Seed Mix. Barnes Feed Store has a variety of seeds with the best nutrients and protein, including flavor rice bran and deer candy. Barnes Feed Store, locally and family-owned for over 65 years, has all of your needs for pets with pet houses, food supplies, and much more. Don't forget about the Big Green Egg Grill. Barnes Feed Store, located at 8650 North Potter Fox Street in Ensley. Making your office. Op- or home look professional can be a tough decision especially when it involves your rights and floor covering call the professionals at carpet creations at 432-7000 carpet creations is your local full service commercial floor covering dealer open from 7 a.m until 5 p.m and knows what it takes to make you satisfied and feel right at home at carpet creations you have plenty of selections to choose from whether it be carpet or wood flooring go with the experienced and knowledgeable professionals for your office or your home call Harper Creations at 432 7000.
0: Alabama going left to right. Rice gets the snap. Looks, throws the fade route. Near side end zone. Touchdown Alabama. Caught by
1: Jacob in the end zone when the biggest bama events go down you turn to us it's different here this is mick gillespie host of the bama football tailgate
5: show saturdays at eight on fox sports pensacola 101.1 fm and on the fox sports app
0: catch alabama football all season on wpnn Stretch Drive
2: Wednesday edition Sports Roundtable show presented to you and driven by a good friend Sandy Santing Nissan. You got to get in on all the August savings going on, taking place. Check out all the models on the lot. They got a lot. Sandy Santing Nissan right on the corner, Airport Boulevard, Highway 29, Car City. Jim Cagle, our producer. Paul Chestnut with you. Don't forget, tomorrow on the show, Gary Graham, head football coach, Pensacola Ice Flyers will be our guest. Blue Wahoos last night, they're home all week. And to the weekend through Sunday, they have lost seven straight. Ouch. Yeah, the Blue Wahoos have lost seven straight games. They won the first half of the season. They'll be playing for another championship, uh, but they're going through their ups and downs uh, right now. They're back at it again uh, tonight against the Montgomery Biscuits, the double-eight team of the— Tampa Bay Rays. That you can hear Rays baseball on Fox Sports of the Fame 101.1. All right, let's get back to UWF Football Media Day. We were there. We broadcast our show from there. Head coach Caleb Nobles joined us uh, on the broadcast. And then after that, uh, talked to the rest of the uh, media during his press conference. We hit him up at that time about Dabo Sweeney because uh, head coach of Clemson, he coached at Clemson Caleb Nobles did and also a little bit about the, the first ever football coach UWF head coach Pete Shinick so let's listen. Our
1: right, guys, I'm all the time about just chasing football that's probably the only thing I said at practice for like the first five days just I want to make sure we're give a great effort, uh, and that was one thing that both Coach Shinning and Coach Looney have, you know, have, have stapled uh, in their programs because it's important to show basically how close you are to the wall after every play. I mean, that, to me, that shows how much you love your teammates. Uh, and So, just little things like that, and I try to incorporate and do you know, certain things that obviously I have a whole unique spin on it and do things how I want the program. Uh, to look like both short-term and long-term. Uh, so it's been, it's been good, it's been fun. I, I Certain things I've taken, certain things I'm like, ah, okay, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this how I want to do it instead. Uh, but it's it's been always a great learning experience. If you ever see me, I'm taking a bunch of notes on things. I've been taking notes for years on what would happen if I didn't get a job somewhere. And so I've uh, been, been very blessed that I can use some of those traits from those guys, great leaders, to be able to help this team.
2: Coach, have you reached out to Dabo since you've been hired? Have you texted back or talked to him uh, since he have been hired? Yeah, we've
1: texted a little bit, talked on the phone a couple times. Uh, he's always been super uh, supportive of me and just trying to try get the job. He was very supportive. Back in December, uh, you know, he's good as can be. Always responds. You know, he's he's never too busy to respond to whoever it is. Uh, he's always got great compliments and always things like that. But always able to give advice to somebody that I feel like I can talk to and lean on because he's got a lot of wisdom, a lot of experience though uh, through what he's gone through. Uh, both off the field on the field so uh, he's been he's obviously a, a great you know leaning leaning tool for me to, to learn from
2: can you share with us maybe you know one of the conversations and type of advice that he did give to you going into your first year as a head coach
1: yeah really I mean the biggest thing he told me when I got the job is they just be yourself don't try and you know and he told me and everything comes to fruition but he told me we're gonna ask you you know if you work with coach Shinnick people we are gonna ask that you, you work with coach Sweeney uh, but he said the main thing is you got to be yourself. Don't try and be either one of us. Don't try and be Coach Schenick. Don't try and be Dabo Sweeney. Uh, I got to be myself. He said, just do what you want to do. Do what you you think is best, and trust it and have conviction to, with your decision making. Which uh, to me has been probably the best advice since I got hired back in December.
2: Have you reached out to Coach Schenick as well? Have you two talked to one another? And has he given you any advice coming to your
1: first? Yeah. Year? No. We we talk all the time. We text all the time. Uh, we talked to the phone multiple times. So he's, you know, he's a great mentor of mine. Uh, a lot of good conversations. You know, obviously it's even more important to talk to him because he sat in this chair and done these interviews and done through team meetings. Uh, but and he's just, you know, talk. Hey, it's about the culture. It's about the environment you create. Uh, it's about, you know, because playing on the game uh, is only 15 days max. I mean, you got to worry about the other 350 days out of the year that truly set your program apart. So he's done a great job of just, you know, show, anytime I ask a question or all that, he's he's been very quick to respond which is great. I know he's very busy. I know they got a lot going on out there in Maryland. Uh, So he's been very supportive and and just told hey, be yourself, do what you got to do, and and take the program
2: around with it. UWF football coach Caleb Nobles. That was during his press conference yesterday at UWF football media day. All right, let's listen in. Defensive side of the ball. Aiden Sweat played his college ball. Bishop Kenny High School, Jacksonville. Griffin Sarah, kicker. And also, Will Braylon. We had the opportunity to, to meet Will, talk to him um, when the first time we were out there at training camp. He played his high school football from Mobile, so uh, let's listen. I guess why don't you uh, start it out? How's camp been going? And,
4: uh, another season here. Are You excited? I'm very excited. You know, it's my my last season, obviously.
9: Um, camp's been a grind, been very hot, uh, but I think the team's really come together.
2: Will, what about yourself? How's it been going so far, first
9: week? It's been good, you know, got some new guys on the defense and, you know, we're just getting everything rolling right now and stuff's really starting to come together and um, guys are really getting really excited of, of uh, what's to come this season.
2: What is the main goal for the defense this year? Because um, you guys have really set the offense up really well when you make,
1: you know, make turnovers and stuff like that. Is that going to be the same goal from this year coming forward even more?
9: Yes, sir, I think always, every year, you know, the main goal for us is just help the offense out, give them the best field position we can, um, get turnovers, try to turn those into points. But um, like Coach Noble said, you know, just being physical, that's a big thing for us. Um, we talk about it each day in the linebacker room and in each position group. Just being physical and exactly like Coach Noble said, we just want teams to remember that um, remember they played us after we get done.
2: Will your reaction ranked number seven overall in the country?
9: Team, huh? Um I think it's just another list. I mean, every year they got to come out with it. They got to put teams in each spot. Um, you know, people are going to say what they want about it. It's hearsay. Um, but, you know, it's just another number. Um, we're just going to
2: worry about the one at the end of the year. What's it like going against the offense? You know, here, up offense. You feel like, you know, going against, you know, your own team here, number seven um, in the country not better than
9: some of the other teams are going to move that down the road? Yes, sir, most definitely. Um, we've definitely talked about that. Coaches have reminded us that, you know, facing each other, whether it's the offense facing us, the defense facing the offense, you know, we're going to make each other better every day because of how good we are. And it's just something that really encourages us that, um, you know, the guy across the ball from you is, is the one who's going to push you to be your best, and that's something that's just really great at this school.
0: How has this team really gelled together even just, you know, with practice and gearing up for the start of the season? How would you describe that? Or any of
6: you guys? It's been good. I think we're really close
9: as a group. Um, you know, we've been a, been doing a good job of getting to know each other. There's obviously not a lot of new faces, but, um, yeah, I so see we've been getting pretty close. When it comes to defense, a lot
5: of times in practice, you guys love to hit people, love to make plays, but when it comes down to it, you don't do that or you're going to be sitting and you your own player, how does the – going through from a defensive side in practice compared to some of the offensive guys who are really just running through their motions, um, how does it feel to do that, knowing that you might have that hit over the middle but you're just not going to? Uh, just put us through practice compared to getting ready for the games. Um, that's that's definitely a factor that we think about.
9: You know, there's definitely um, – coaches have really helped us over the years of being smart players, you know, like you said, there's obviously you'll get a chance in practice to just, you know, absolutely take somebody out. But, you know, you got to be a great teammate and not do that sometimes. And uh, just because you got to think about the future and how you've got to keep playing and that player's got to keep playing. So that's just something that coaches instilled in us and something that we're really trying to harp on.
2: You guys are kind of familiar with the Gulf South and how physical some offenses are. Do you guys believe that this year you're going to have to turn it up a notch and, and, and really put pressure on a lot of these
0: offenses? because, you know, in this conference here, offense, (laughs) there's a
1: lot of great offenses in this this conference.
9: I think, you know, every year we we do a great job, game in and game out, of competing. And um, I think, you know, just for the returners, just keep doing what has been proved in the history with this program is just playing good, good, sound football. And that's just something we're going to focus on every week. You know, we're going to take each team um, and prepare for them – how we need to, and um, you know I wouldn't say that there's a certain way of how we need to amp things up. I think it's just more about focusing on ourselves and playing great football.
2: Griffin what's it like being a kicker
9: on this team it's uh it's interesting, but I love it
8: you know it it's like any program you know the kickers always get called kickers, and we have, we do our own thing during practice, but you know the guys are great I've made a good bond with everybody, so I just kind of take it take it on the shoulder so um I'm just here to do my job so whatever whatever I can do to help the team is is what I'm gonna do. Okay so what's
2: practice like for you once it starts? When you take us through?
8: Uh, practice starts, we'll stretch, we'll, we'll do some kickoffs to the returners get them get their hands warm for special teams. Uh, then we have like a huge break where we don't have much to do and then we'll do field goal about the end second to last period so we'll, we'll try and warm up as best we can before that um, and then I guess now this week we'll really throw in some punt and kickoff emphasis periods throughout periods. So the first week is always a little dead for us, but uh, now we're going to start getting our legs. We're going to start using our legs a lot more. So pretty excited for that. What's your range? My range? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> um, I'd say I, by the time season starts, we can get on the turf. I, I'd like to be 55 and in um, pretty consistently. So that's kind of my goal. What's the biggest
5: difference between playing
8: out here compared to playing at Wahoo Stadium? My first game at Wahoo Stadium, the wind was so strong right to left that I played when I got back to 50 for warmups, I played the ball five yards outside the right up, of the right upright and a miss left. So that was like my first introduction to Wahoo Stadium. So that scared the life out of me. So when I, so thankfully that was the worst day and um, the wind is, is not as much of a factor here. But I, I definitely enjoy playing here
2: at, at home. Great stuff. That was Kicker, Griffin, Sarah, UWF Football Media Day, Aiden Sweat, Will Breland. They were all together yesterday at UWF Football Media Day. As today's show brought to you by good friends at Sandy Sansing Nissan. Check out all the August savings going on. Sandy Sansing Nissan, located right on the corner, Airport Boulevard, Highway 29. Car City. Tomorrow on the show, we'll talk some Pensacola Ice Flyers hockey. Head coach Gary Graham, our guest for Jimmy Gagel. It's Paul Chestnut. You've been listening.